0: well good evening everybody wait for a few people to jump in here on the live we're going to be trying to go live every every Wednesday night at seven o'clock and uh, just go through some of the drivers some of the people that make everything happen I'm Sean Hardham I run the the spec D events here in Canada with my wife Cecilia and our entire team that uh, looks after all the drifting out here so it's pretty awesome to uh to uh, get ready for another season coming up. We're really excited about it and uh, just some really cool things. So, wait for um, Spencer to jump in here too. He's going to, uh, we'll chat with him a little bit about what he's got going on for this 2023 season, a little bit going on with him. So, hey Tony, how's going?
1: Hey, not. You guys, John, how you doing? Hello, everybody watching. How are we all doing?
0: Good.
1: Hey, I see Spencer
0: in there now, so I'm going to get him coming in.
1: Perfect. Ugh, gotta have water. There, there you go.
2: What's
1: up? Spencer, how's
2: it going? It's going. My internet's terrible, so if I uh, cut in and out, blame blame the internet.
1: Okay,
0: we'll do that then. That's no problem. Well, we've been watching you on your uh, on your Instagram. We've had a busy off-season, moving and stuff like that, getting set up at a new place. Yep. Uh, why don't you just give, a, uh, give our audience uh, a quick rundown of who you are, what you drive, a little bit about that.
2: Hello, I'm Spencer Casey. I'm from Bremerton, Washington area, Kitsap County. Um, now I drive a C6 Corvette. Prior to that, I had a 350Z for a couple years, um, competed in grassroots in that, and uh, when we decided to step up to the Pro-Am level, we knew that we wanted to build a Corvette. Uh, I drove Matt's car. Matt Field let me do a couple laps in his car, and after that, we were pretty convinced on building a VET, so just kind of had to make it happen.
0: (laughs) And a a little bit about the power plant that's in it. Is it all pretty much a stock engine that was in the car, just... Some mods. Um,
2: yeah, kind of. So we bought my car. Uh, my, my Corvette was actually getting parted out. I found it on Facebook Marketplace. Um, it had no engine in it. And uh, right when I bought that car, I had a family friend message me saying that he was selling an LS3 out of his dad's Camaro. So it's just an L99 out of an automatic Camaro. Um, we did a little bit of head work and a cam. But other than that, it's relatively stock.
0: Excellent. Um, angle kit on it. What do you guys run for that?
2: It's a Wise Fab angle kit.
0: Okay. So you're one of the first yeah. guys to be running with the Wise Fab on the Corvette then.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was one of the earlier people that got the production kit. I wasn't lucky enough to get the prototype kit. Um, I was, I'm was. i good friends with a couple people who ran the prototype kit, and uh, they're ranting and raving about it. So, And everyone, everyone wants a Wise Fab car. So, uh, no, yeah, that stuff's crazy. It's good <laughs> out of the box.
0: Just, uh, just made it great. Well, yeah. Um, so, how was your how's your season after you won the won the event that are up at our event in Mission? What I saw you were driving sort of a ton all over the place.
2: Yeah. So after we got home from Canada, the dream was to drive Formula Drift this season. Um, I actually we bought mm-hmm. another C six Corvette. Um, we were. Pushing, trying to figure out how to make it happen, but uh, the funding wasn't there. So that car will, will be my pro car next year. So we're, we're planning on driving 24 FD. Um, after I was up in Canada driving with you guys, uh, just did some local stuff. We ended up going to Los Angeles. We got the invite to go drive the Gear Inches Rad event that Rad Dan puts on with, uh, in collaboration with Gear Inch. Um, went down, drove that, and uh, we took home the win there. So it was, as far as competitions, this last season was almost perfect.
0: Yeah, well, that's not too bad at all. That's uh, that's really good. No, I just would, you know, we kind of follow along and sort of see how your, how your season went after uh, winning up here. I mean, if you watch the recap video, obviously we had Chelsea up and he was just really uh, impressed with your driving. The style, I think that's what really got him the aggressive style. And uh, I mean, hey. Uh, when you take home the the full wind and and go through all the guys that you had to go through, it was a pretty good pretty good event. Um, Appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. How about a to, little uh, bit of uh, nice...
1: jumping here with?
0: Oh, go ahead, Tony. I
1: was gonna say so. I think it's uh it's a big milestone for our series too, Spencer. So it's the first time. The championship, as of where I know we only had a one round shootout last year, but it's the first time that the championship went home with an American driver. Um, So it's I was listening to Sean. It was kind of funny to listen uh, to call it, you know, Canada, usually when. People call it Canada, talking about Montreal, Toronto, stuff like that. So, you know, it's a little bit of a pride on our side, knowing that, hey, that with us, Spec D uh, on Admission BC there, that's awesome. So, I just wanted to get your thoughts there. Technically, being a Canadian champion across borders, like, does that, what does that do for your driving? Does that, like, fill you a little bit of confidence? Like, hey, man, I got this. I can do Hang Pro. Like, what did that do for you? Was it like a step up, boost? Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: Especially, uh, because Canadian dudes shred so being from the northwest obviously we see them all at evergreen all the time um i think that the pacific northwest in general has a super high level of driving so going to canada i know that's not going to be any different um so being able to come across the border and it was such a last minute trip my buddy chris came with me i had half of a toolbox almost enough tires to make the event and uh some water bottles so being able to come to canada and uh, drive with those dudes first off, drive with you guys. The event was awesome. It was so professional. It made me feel like it was uh, like almost like Formula Drift. It felt just everything was awesome. Uh, the vibe there was sweet. It was definitely one of the most professional events I've driven. Everything from like the autograph session to the pits to the, you guys have a massive spectator, like the, the fan base that comes out is huge too. So uh, just coming up there was the whole experience was really good.
1: Awesome, buddy. We we appreciate those kind of words, too. And one thing I wanted to ask, too, is like, you know, we kind of, um, you know, market our events to be that professional level. And I mean, I think with the States, correct me if I'm wrong at any point, kind of runs it more where it is a grassroots event, where it's really just dudes, their friends, and whatever people the post are attracted to come launch. Whereas, you know, in our series... It is built to be more of a show. Obviously, we got, you know, we invest the live stream, got me announcing, we got, uh, you know, we make the crowd part of the show, too. Um, You know, was that different? Did that kind of feel like, okay, like this is more event style versus like the grassroots one where it just show up with your buddies red all day? Yeah.
2: So to give Evergreen, my local track credit, their am events or their big, their shootout events, um, they put in an effort to try to do that professionalism, but uh Spectre has it more refined. Um, the live stream is huge and the live stream is watchable. So like a lot of these events, they will have, to know what's going on. It's cutting in and out. Um, so my dad was actually, my dad wasn't able to come up there with us. So uh, he was able to watch every round. I was calling him. Um, we didn't, I had, I had a spotter kind of, but I'd call my dad and he would try to keep up with like what's going on, who's winning, who's losing. And uh, going into the final four, or when I won my final four battle knowing I got my license, it was cool to be able to actually call my dad. Like you see that, we got it, we got the license. So uh, yeah, just having a live stream, having that level of professionalism from you guys is, it's us drivers respect it because it makes us feel more important than, uh, don't get me wrong, I love going and driving grassroots stuff and just bashing cars with my buddies. But uh, I want to be a competition driver. That's what I'm doing is driving competition. Yeah. So uh, yeah, driving driving the more professional style competition events is it was awesome.
0: Well, I, I think that's uh, that's something that we really strive for too. Uh, the definitely the show, the effort that you guys are all putting into the cars. Um, for us in the series, it's really stepped up in the last years. Like, I mean we didn't really know you and you weren't really sure a hundred percent whether you were coming up as we were talking to you a couple of weeks before the event, but to see you show up with a nice car, full livery, even though you only had a half toolbox and a handful of tires, you know, the car looked good driving's on point. And I think that's really, um, you know, for all of us guys that sort of lived and breathed this, it's, uh, we take it for granted, but for, you know, people that maybe aren't so invested in it, we really are, uh, you know, it's amazing to see these cars shredding and like, you know, the C6 Corvette, some of the newer chassis out there really driving hard and stuff like that. Um, hey, so we do, we got a couple of announcements too. I kind of wanted just to throw out there. We got a few new sponsors that jumped in on board with the, uh, with the series. So Yellow Speed Racing, I'm not sure if you're familiar with their coilovers, but they are jumping on yep. board, I'm going to be a multi year sponsor with uh, Spec-D. So, I mean, really got to give them some props. Um, so, in these Wednesday night interviews, we're going to ask you, like, a, I like got a 10 rapid-fire questions. So, just right. one word answers. I'll fire them off and you answer them. And then we'll kind of go from there and discuss them in depth afterwards. Your dream car. Let's do it.
2: Dream car. Uh, CZ Corvette. Okay. Who's your drifting idol? Matt Field.
0: Matt Field, uh, dream engine setup.
2: Uh, 427 on nitrous.
0: Okay. Uh, bucket list drift event, one that you got to go to.
2: Uh, something that has to do with drift games in Ireland or something. All right.
0: Okay. Um. What sponsor do you want to see on the side of your car one day?
2: Ooh. Something corporate, like Clorox or something. (laughs) Very fun. (laughs) All right. Uh, The dream
0: battle that you want, somebody that you want to battle.
2: Uh, Oh, man. Uh, Anyone in Pro One. I think if we ever make it there, that would be no matter who it is. All right.
0: From your uh, shootout event with us, who is your easiest battle to beat?
2: Ooh, from the shade. <laughs> my, my final, the win. <laughs> All right. I got, okay. uh, I got
0: hit. It, 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 there you go. Uh, most expensive part on your car?
2: Um, besides the engine, uh, angle kit.
0: Angle kit. Uh, most expensive part that you broke.
2: My rear quarter
0: panels. Rear quarter panels. Hey, well that's They're expensive. it. It's just sort of a zero fun six. Day.
2: <laughs> there yeah. you go, right? So sort
0: of just our rapid fire question you're gonna be asking everybody yeah. those. Uh kind of see what it is. Um, so well, yeah, I mean you're already there. You got the C six Corvettes, so you already got the dream car. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. That's right off the top, right? Um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so going forward, uh, so you said that you're taking uh, this year off. What, what are your plans for this 2023 season?
1: Um,
2: I'll be driving the Bardol Evergreen Series. It's not a pro-am, but it's, uh, it consists of four or five events and they're all money events. So there's some sort of, Three or four thousand dollar purse. Um, I'll be driving that, and I'm going to try to make an effort to get down to LA area and go drive one of the hot pit events. I really want to okay. go keep with those, those dudes. Um, and that's pretty much it for competitions. If uh, if anything local pops up that has some sort of purse, then I will drive it for sure. Um, but other than that, just really focused on the uh, the northwest stuff, the Bardall series at Evergreen.
0: Are you going to try to come up to our mission event again?
2: Oh, yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, I try. No, I, yeah, I think that... I I saw like that one without oh.
2: saying, yeah, I'm going
0: to... Uh, okay, yeah, well, I mean, throw it in there anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, Where do you want yeah. to drive? And, and I'm going to come Steak drive a Spec D. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's going <laughs> to be a fun There's time. Um,
1: down the we got it. We're good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. you didn't you didn't really stay too long for... Uh, did you stay for the Sunday fun day? Or you guys were heading. No, back. I
2: worked on Monday. Yeah. All
0: right. There you go. So well hopefully and, uh, this year you can get think, the Monday off.
2: Yeah, I think last year rain was coming on Sunday, if I remember right. I don't remember. Something there was a reason.
1: Like yeah. that ended up being sunny all day. <laughs> yeah no it, it ended up all my mosquito bites
2: were itchy. <laughs>
1: no. Oh man.
2: Fair oh, point. Shit. It was
1: horrible on Sunday.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So just a lot of traveling and sort of prepping the car so the car that you drove at at our series that's not going to be your pro car
2: no we bought another c6 corvette uh from copart so if we can secure any kind of funding uh that'll be a dog box quick change car with the 427 just pretty much follow the formula of other corvettes that work well and uh
0: okay So a question on the Corvette, are you going to go with the uh, transmission sort of bolted up to the engine, or are you keeping the the same uh, where it's hooked onto the rear end?
2: Yeah. Yeah, the pro car, if we end up getting a dog box, uh, it'll be a front trans car. So a front trans car with the drive line and a winter's quick change.
0: Yeah, that seems to be pretty – I see a more, more people are going to that where they're just mounting the, you know, sort of the traditional setup instead yeah. of having – the transmission with that transaxle on in the back. So seems to be, yeah, be a little bit easier time. to work on.
2: Yeah, and, and uh, really it's a quick change. So I would probably keep the synchro trans if I could get a quick change onto the rear and then just uh, uh, send the, the stock synchro trans out and get it dog plated or whatever the fancy thing you do to a trans is. But uh, it sounds expensive, but it's really just the cheapest option putting a dog box in it and uh just a used dog
0: box and try to find a good deal on a quick change yeah i think that's probably you know just speaking from experience of multiple transmission failures on my my part the dog box ended up being cheaper in the long run by the time you do a few uh you know 1500 hundred dollar transmissions you're already at a dog box anyway so i mean they've been really decent um so you're one of the few people that sort of went through the process of getting the, you know, filling out the application and going all the way through with FD. Um, how was that? I mean, we don't really hear too much about it on our end. Once once we're done the event, we submit your name and sort of send it off. But how was it dealing with FD and, and getting the approval to, to k- extend your license to the following year?
2: Um, uh, they're pretty receptive. So I was, uh, I was pretty convinced that I was going to drive the Drift this season. So I was probably annoying. Um, I emailed them to touch base. They said that they'll get back to me and then, uh, I didn't hear anything. So I emailed again and then email them again. And it's like, cause you want, you want them to know your name. So when they're picking the drivers or they're going to yeah. figure out who's driving prospect, when, when my name comes across their desk, I want them to be like, oh, that kid's ready to rock, rock and roll. Um, yeah. And then when I couldn't secure funding, uh, I talked to Kevin on Facebook and cause he actually reached out because I didn't fill out, they send you a driver's survey that says like, do you have a link ECU? Is your car ready to go? Is your funding secured? Um, and I didn't fill that out because we were still mid trying to figure out how we're going to be able to afford to go. Um, the funding never came to fruition. So, uh, I reached out back to him and I said, Hey man, I'm, can I postpone? Can I, Push my season? Can I push my license to next year? And uh, he said, "Yeah, of course." And then send me an email to touch base with.
0: Well, that's really good because we we kind of we sort of lose sight of it. I mean, we write out uh, you know basically how the drivers do in our series, um, whether it's a series a shootout. You know how they performed, how they got to the to the end, right? Like if it was yeah. a bunch of like guys that spun up behind you, did you actually battle for the win? Um, so a lot of that it goes into it so i'm happy to hear that they were really receptive on it um the last couple of years we've really seen um like fd a bigger interest into the uh the uh pro-am series and kind of their licensing partners and kind of keeping us all you know they they want the best people showing up and the people with the right attitude going into the series right because i mean it's the same thing at a pro event. If you got guys that are all miserable to work with, it's got to be miserable to, uh, to host them as well. Right. So I think, I think that's what they're, they're really focused on as well I mean, it's just a bigger version of, uh, of the drifting community. So, I mean, how bad can it be? Right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Exactly. So So, since since you're kind of going through the process of uh, getting into to Formula Drift, you're going to be driving in 2024. What's some advice that you give to people that, you know, maybe are competing long-term in our series or, you know, if they have the goal of going to FD, what's, what's a couple of things that you would give advice for?
2: Um, I mean, there's a couple of things. Stop overbuilding your car. If, if you can't do well, at your local competition, you're not not gonna do any better with 700 wheel. Uh, yeah. Um, and just don't let the competition suck the fun out of it. I know it's a super cliche thing to say, but uh, I always I have pro. I'm pro- I probably have one. I'm, I have a lot of fun at drift events, even at competitions. It's I'm always just ha- having a blast. We always got music playing in the pits and uh, just partying with my buddies and just just keep it lighthearted. Started. if you lose that sucks do it just go again so people, people get too caught up in the the must win attitude
0: no i agree with that too i mean um right that's, a lot, of, that's a lot of it there's got to be the uh you know if you're not having a good time when you're there it, it's probably it may not be the sport for you if it's a miserable time for you and your team i mean and you, yep. you probably saw it there too we saw guys lose their engines you know, as you walk through the pits, even at uh, at our mission event, you know it was really hot. There was every mosquito probably in uh, Western Canada at Mission Raceway that weekend, and uh, yeah. guys are tearing tearing the heads off of their V8s, or you know Marco had a, a engine failure as well, and, and you just see them, you know they still kept their uh, kept their spirits high and and still you know, like the, like the journey.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, I want to talk about Jesse foot. So, uh, going into my finals battle, um, I I thought I ran over some water just on on talking about people that are always kind of in a good mood and not like super upset. Um, going into my, no, going into my top four before I had secured a license. Um, I was battling a dude named Brian from Northern California. Um, I was in the pits, hanging out, just waiting. I was there with one person, just my buddy Chris, who's new to the sport of drifting. He was my he's he was my crew chief, but he doesn't really know what's going on. He's like, "So, like, how does the scoring work? This and that."
1: Um, kidnapped ones are and one for crew chief. <laughs> what was that? Uh, so the uh, the guys that are kidnapped are usually the best crew chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> them in yep, the truck. Yeah, exactly. Here.
2: yep so we're uh we're sitting there waiting to go into final four and i thought i ran over water which didn't make sense i'm sitting there and my car's leaking water out of the like by out of the fender oh that's weird i must have ran over over some water and uh i had just knocked jesse out of competition like 10 minutes prior um sitting there my battery tie down broke in half. I shot my battery into my header. My header melted my battery and I was leaking battery acid. Oh, okay. Um, um, and, and Jesse actually uh, went and got the battery out of his car minutes after we battled, brought it back to me and put it in my car. So just uh, kind of going off like the spirit of drifting. Sometimes it doesn't work out for you. Don't be in a bad mood because of it, which uh, I mean, I get I've lost and been super mad before, obviously, but um, I just want to give him a shout out while we're all here talking. Cause that's a cool thing to do, especially uh, after you get knocked out, of competition.
0: So you had beat him and then he brought you the battery so you could carry on and beat the next poor guy.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. He's like, if you're, if you're going to beat me, you better go all the way, dude. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. No, we, we do have a good community. And I mean, we really, uh, we really saw that. We've we've enjoyed, uh, you know, chatting with you just online and stuff like that, and with uh, Carlton and everybody from, yeah. from down in that whole area. And it's it's you know,
2: yeah, Carlton kind of helped me a lot our... that weekend.
0: Yeah, so, so we really enjoyed that, and everybody, you know, it wasn't uh, you know us versus uh, the U.S. boys. It was everybody who was out there just having a good time. So we really enjoyed that. Um, do you want to give a shout out to some of your sponsors before we let you go here? And, uh, you know, those guys that give you a hand, make it all possible.
2: Yeah. I wish I had a big old list to name off, <laughs> but, uh, it's, so wise Fab helped me out this year. Um, wise Fab definitely. So Matt field, I just want to give him a shout out because I, when I was building my car, I was texting him daily. I, wouldn't buy yeah. one part and I'm just like, "Hey man, what do I need? What do I need?" So, a big shout out to him. Um my dad, my dad's a big help. Um he's not a rich man, but uh he does what we can to get there.
0: Yeah.
2: Um and really it's kind it's kind of trying to make sure I'm not drawing a blank, but really just wise fab and my dad and uh yeah. There's been a few people along the way, but 99% it's my dad and I. was trying to make it. Yeah. Well, that's that's a
0: that's a good story. I, I like that that your your dad's involved and in, and in there to cheer you on and and part of it. So hopefully uh, this year when you can you can bring him up. <laughs> That'd be great to to have your dad there. You enjoy that family aspect of it for sure.
1: Yeah. No, I have one more. Well, a, he, uh, Sorry, buddy. What's up? <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, you then. I'll, I'll jump in. Sorry, man.
2: <laughs> no, you're good. I'm, I'm a couple okay. seconds behind.
1: So when I get you, I reply. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always the wonders of technology. Sometimes um, it's going to be backing it up, you know, a little bit before the pro FD stuff. Uh, you said you're rocking the 350 Z here. Um, what I wanted to ask you, uh, it's kind of a two part question. You know, Did you hit a point in your driving, just as a driver, uh, where you felt, you know, you needed more car, you wanted more power, you kind of felt like you had the limits of your setup already figured out? And then with moving from a 350Z to a Corvette, trying to chase, like, a sponsorship or, like, you know, put together, like, the program like that, have you found that that's, like, an easier conversation to kind of maybe bring... Uh, a more widely kind of known car the 350, is, you know, popular, but everybody knows what a Corvette is. Do you know, have you found any success with that?
2: Yeah. So as far as the 350 Z goes, uh, like I said, I had that car for a few years. I had it for three years. I drove it in grassroots. Um, I drove it in one round of pro-am. Um, and the only reason we built a new car is because we truly believe that we were at the limits of that car without, spending more money than it would be to build a Corvette. So, uh, mm-hmm. it cost us about 20,000 to build my Corvette. And by the time we were to put an LS three and swap this and do that to the Corvette or to the, to the Z, we wouldn't have saved a whole, whole lot of money, maybe three or four grand. Um, so that was the decision to build a pro-am car. And, uh, we were going to build another three fifty Z to begin with. Um, and then after I drove Matt's car, it was just heart set on, uh, on 350 Z. So yeah, to back to the question, we, I, I believe that, uh, I think the Z is the perfect car, good seat time car, but, uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy we went the route we did. And, uh, as far as marketability, I think it's, it's a more marketable car. Um, I would say it's less common than an LS swapped Z. But uh, lately, the Corvettes have just been getting more and more and more popular. Um, But having two of them, and it'll be my practice car, and then having another C6 Pro car and having a plan in place, I think that we have a good shot at maybe gaining some sponsorships. Um, But as of now, we haven't had a whole lot of luck. But that being said, my proposal isn't finished. I haven't really began the push of trying to gain a title sponsor, knowing that We are over a year out from our 24 season. So it's hard to reach out to companies saying, hey, not this year, but next year. I promise I'm going to drive it. We got a car. So uh, we're just kind of waiting to get a little closer to where we can say, hey, this is the plan. This is what's going on. This is my car. It's in my shop. We're ready to go. Let me get some parts or some some money.
0: (laughs) Yeah, chasing sponsors is definitely a difficult one. That's for sure. Um, Yeah, it's hard. yeah, yeah, well, no kidding. Well, once you get your uh, proposal done, make sure you send me a copy of it anyway. We'll maybe push it out there to a few. There's always somebody that's yeah. uh, that maybe doesn't do stuff up here in Canada that's uh, busy in the U.S. that can help out. But, you know, before you yeah. take off, I'll just remind everybody July 7th uh, and 8th, and uh, we got the Sunday funday for for our uh, probe rowdown in Mission, B.C. So I know it's not that far out of the way for for the guys from the Pacific Northwest or Northern California. Definitely, I mean, we'll get uh, Spencer to, uh, we'll, we'll bribe him into saying that it was worth the drive and to come up and have oh, a good time with
2: us. Oh, easily worth the drive.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and anybody that's coming up, uh,
2: look for the beat up Corvette on the open car trailer.
1: <laughs> that's, that's
0: right, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll go. I'll cross the border at the same time. Maybe the border guards will give you uh, a group rate. <laughs> Yeah. something or you know at least it looks like you're going to an event that's pretty decent um
2: and that being said the, if anyone's worried about the border they surprisingly didn't say one word to us we showed them our uh, our enhanced licenses i didn't have a trailer or i didn't have a license plate on my trailer i didn't bring the i forgot the registration to my car i had my camper on the back and they just where are you going oh i'm gonna go drive a drift event in canada and they're like well have fun
0: yeah, <laughs> well, Tre- Trevor, Trevor, Bright. Yeah, yeah, Mission like BC. P-
2: Yeah, that was in Canada.
0: Yeah, that's right. See, you guys can come up. No, and actually, we've had no problems ever crossing the border. And I don't think any way that came up uh, no, to no. drive with us did. They don't asking anymore,
2: neither.
0: My wife's reminded me that, you know, we're not they're not asking for anything crazy this time. If you're jab done jab, they don't ask anymore. <laughs>
2: yeah so. <laughs> yeah yeah. that's yeah. why most of my that's why 99 of my friends couldn't come yeah you
0: know it turns no out
2: it turns out we'll all a,
0: those guys are probably we'll the have a big old month, group right? this year
2: <laughs>
1: <You> <laughs> no that's that.
0: awesome We're, we really look forward to it you know and uh hey congratulations on the upcoming uh new addition to the casey family
2: yeah i appreciate it man you bet one month
0: all right <laughs> Coming soon well, of life. It's pretty awesome, though. Yeah. Another, another little, another little crew person. All right, we'll let you uh, go. Thanks for coming on tonight. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Spencer. It was rad, man. Yeah, cool, man. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. That was fun. Uh,
2: I'm looking forward
0: to seeing you guys. Yeah, you bet. Sounds good. See you soon, Spencer. All right. Yeah. See ya. Awesome, that was really good chatting with uh, with Spencer there.
1: Yeah, you know, I was, uh, I was thinking about that today, and I was like, you know, that that is the first uh, championship title that has resided outside the, maybe even the Alberta border. You know, I don't think, uh, I think anybody from BC win round maybe around Specky, but I don't think a shootout. I'm yeah.
0: no, pretty sure that Aaron Day took most of them home, and, yeah. uh, you know, John that had some in there. Well, I mean, um, pretty.
1: Pre, pre, like write them to them, you know, maybe.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Oh, it's so, not supposed to give away the script yet. My bad. I'm that, sorry. That's right. Let's see, <laughs> we'll
0: see how the season, season works. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> thanks for for everyone joining us. Next week we got Benjamin uh, from Faster Hire. He's going to be on. So if you got any questions for him, make sure you can uh, send them directly to me or uh, on the post that we put up for next week. June 10. My wife is on the side, reminding me of all the dates here. June 10th, yeah, that's our round one. The series will be, uh, the full series and, and schedule will be up on our new website. As soon as it's done, it's coming along. So if you've been clicking on the uh, specd.ca and you've noticed that it's all last year's stuff, it's just because we're working on a new how, one. How's the
1: the week? It's like a project car. It's like a project website. You know, I bet if I asked to see your project car right now, it wouldn't be viewable either. So, you know, it's common. (laughs) No,
0: But uh, no, we're pretty, we're pretty excited. We, you know, we do have a couple new sponsors that are on board. So Yellow Speed Racing, if you're looking for coilovers, make sure that you uh, check out Yellow Speed. They have just about everything for, for every kind of car and especially a lot of our, our JDM cars that we run up here that maybe aren't as mainstream as others. I know Yellow Speed has those and uh, pricing is is phenomenal on them. And there will be a discount code for Spec-D drivers as well. So that's a big one. Um, Grip Royal also has jumped on board and gonna be supporting the series this year. Uh, So be looking for a new Spec-D Pro Series, Pro steering wheel coming out uh, this summer. So we should have those within the next couple of months, and those will be available at the track and on our website. So some pretty cool announcements that uh, are coming in and and some good companies joining in. So, uh, you know, like I always say, support the companies that uh, support drifting. Of course, JB's Power Center, Pulse RV, Heartland Ford, Zestino Tires, always there for us. So, you know, we got to thank that um coming in the next couple of weeks as well we will be announcing the prizes for our series in the uh, 2023 season so looking like we're going to be uh north of the ten thousand dollars in cash and prizes given away over the three rounds so that's going to be exciting um hopefully make it sustainable for some of the drivers running in our series any any parting words there tony
1: um no i think just a quick update from you know local drifting as it were uh it's nice to see both the uh, cars back in the triple s shop they're getting geared up for the season i know chris pollard was sending me a snap to getting tailgated by a suspicious looking beamer in his truck the other day so he's probably off to cpi there to get the engine all sorted out i'm sure um i mean a little smaller scale i got transmission back in my car so i just want to shout out eric and travis real quick boys for helping me out there and um yeah, we are, what, eight weekends away from first drift practice now?
0: Yeah, it's getting pretty close. So, yeah, we start up the first week, first Thursday in May. So, that's going to be really nice to be back out at Rad Torque. So, looking forward to that. May 13th. And then May 13th, we also have the season opener out at uh, Stratotech. All that will be coming soon. Um, uh, next weekend out in uh, the Expo Center, they do have the sportsman show or – motorcycle, something or other. So Stratech does have a booth out there. We'll be giving out uh, cards and some info for our upcoming season. But with that, my voice is just about done. It's getting over a little bit of a cold here. So we'll sign off and thanks to everybody for joining. We'll see you next Wednesday at seven o'clock with Benjamin from Faster Hire.
1: Right on. See you then, guys. Right. Bye.